Composer Kevin Michael Olson used to work for the defense industry. He developed military technology, and he wrote about that experience in his music. It sounded pretty dark. So one day, he wanted to write something different. He sat down to compose piano music that sounded less heavy. I was hoping like, to sort of get out of my head and have this lighter piece, but that just didn't work out that way. The music that came out sounded more complicated than he intended. I'm Brad Turner. The next few episodes of Centennial Sounds highlight composers inspired by events in the world around them. Last time, we heard a piece about the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida. This time, the story behind Kevin Michael Olson's dichotomy. And you'll hear the piece in its entirety in the CPR Performance Studio, played by pianist Sing Ai Shu. This is Centennial Sounds, Colorado performances of music by 21st century composers. Years before he became a composer, Kevin Michael Olson earned his paycheck working for a military lab. His focus was target recognition. His work helped the U.S. military get a glimpse of the battlefield from far away. A plane would fly over enemy territory and create a 3D image of everything on the ground. Kevin's work helped sharpen that image so commanders could decide how to attack. What I was trying to do is help create the algorithms essentially to tell different vehicles apart. So, for example, is this a tank or is this a school bus? Kevin struggled with his job. He hated that his work made it easier to kill people, even if those people were the enemy, and even if his role was minor. So Kevin, who grew up in a military family, quit after about a year. I was thinking, I still had some small part in it, no matter how indirect, I still was part of it, and in that sense, still have to take some responsibility. Really, it was a hard choice uh, in a lot of ways, because I felt like I was abandoning, in some sense, my family and the people I'd grown up with. Kevin worked for a few more years as a computer engineer outside the defense industry. And eventually, he decided to leave the field altogether. He's loved music since he got his first Casio keyboard at age eight, and always composed in his spare time. So he went back to school to study music composition. Today, Kevin writes in his home studio in Longmont, Colorado. Sometimes he uses his programming skills to compose electronic music. Last year, he got the chance to write one scene for an opera. He wrote it for a program at the University of Colorado that lets composers create a 10-minute prototype of what could grow into a bigger opera. Kevin turned to his experience working on target recognition and how it's used in the 21st century. I worked so hard for that day He wrote a scene about his main character, Leo, who designs drones. They let the U.S. military strike enemy targets from far away. Then Leo learns the technology has killed civilians, and he quits. His departure stalls the drone program, which means more American soldiers head to the battlefield. Leo's brother and nephew are both soldiers, and they die in combat, which leads to more guilt and misery for Leo. I, I should have stayed. 
I didn't want there to be a clean cut answer. I don't want to say, oh, uh, military is bad because the people in the military are wonderful. It's sort of this helplessness of being in between where no matter what you do, you feel like you're doing the wrong thing. And that's not clear cut, but I think that's real. Kevin saw his work staged in Boulder and received great feedback from opera lovers and even from some military personnel in the audience. It was really cathartic. I've been carrying around the guilt of working on these programs. And to be honest, this is the first time I really talked about it openly. Kevin had spent hours alone creating the music and lyrics, and the work left him in a dark place. His wife told him he'd been acting a little strange. He says he often goes for hikes in the foothills near his house when he needs to clear his head. After the opera scene, he wanted to write music that would clear his head, something beautiful for the piano. The music sounded just right at first, serene, uncomplicated. Kevin followed his intuition, but then the music veered off into messy places. He says it happened quickly. Really quickly. <laughs> um, I, I wanted something that was sort of light and graceful, but I'd sit down at the piano and try something. It's like, no, that's sort of dark. Try something else. Uh, it's sort of dark. Finally get to something. It's like, okay, maybe I could work with this. 15 minutes into composing, half an hour into composing. This is dark too. So Kevin went with it. And he realized he didn't need to compose something light. He needed to write something honest. He ended up with piano music that sounded as conflicted as the character in his opera scene. When you're composing, you really have to write the truth to you. And some people, it is the happy music is their truth. But for me, it wasn't. And it just seemed too artificial to try to force it. So I let the music just be what it was. Kevin worked with the pianist Sing Ai Shu to get ready for the premiere of Dichotome. She's toured the world and premiered many pieces in concert. My first reaction was, let me figure out how to get these huge contrasts in, in a very short amount of time. Singai says she worked to make all those contrasts register with the audience, and it was fun. Dichotome grew out of some of Kevin's darker feelings, but Singai says she has a blast when she plays it. What's your favorite thing about the piece? Well, I like all the contrast because <laughs> it's, it's fun to be kind of on your toes all the time thinking about the next emotion that's going to come around the corner. And here's that music. This is Dichotome by Kevin Michael Olson. Four movements that veer between light and dark. Performed by pianist Singai Shu in the CPR Performance Studio.
That was Dichotome by Kevin Michael Olson, performed by Sing I Shu in the CPR Performance Studio. Dichotome debuted last year at the Pendulum New Music Series at the University of Colorado in Boulder. These concerts pair student composers like Kevin with musicians like Sing I who premiere the music. Kevin composed more music since the Dichotome premiere, including his second piece for the opera stage. He adapted a short story by Stephen King called The Reach. It debuted earlier this summer. Next time on Centennial Sounds. A lot of composers make intimate statements when they write a string quartet. Denver composer Loretta Notoreski did just that. It's about her experience as a new mother and how she suffered from a postpartum mood disorder. So when I wrote it, I thought, this is some of the most beautiful music I've ever written. This is also some of the ugliest music I've ever written. And that is comparable to my experience with motherhood. <laughs> Hear the full piece and its backstory next time on Centennial Sounds from CPR Classical and Colorado Public Radio. Composers write amazing music every day, and a lot of it's performed right here in the Centennial State. Our mission is to connect you with it. Centennial Sounds features recordings made in Colorado, sometimes in concert, sometimes at the CPR Performance Studio. We get to know the composer who wrote the piece, visit them where they work, and hear their stories. Thanks to Kevin Michael Olson and Sing I Shu for sharing their music today. Martin Skavish recorded the music for this episode. Cindy Carpian, Andrew Shaw, and John Pino helped produce the feature. Head to CPRclassical.org for a video of Sing I Shu playing in the CPR Performance Studio and more footage of Kevin Michael Olson's music. And you'll find more episodes of Centennial Sounds there. I'm Brad Turner, Colorado Public Radio.